Chapter six of Essays and Dialogues. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Caroline. Essays and Dialogues by Giacomo Leopardi. Translated by Charles Edwardis. Chapter six price competition announced by the academy of sillographs the academy of sillographs ardently desiring to advance the common welfare and esteeming nothing more conformable to this end than the promotion of the progress of the happy century in which we live as says an illustrious poet has taken in hand the careful consideration of the nature and tendency of our time after long and mature consultation the academy has resolved to call our era the age of machines not only because the men of to-day live and move perhaps more mechanically than in past times but also on account of the numerous machines now invented and utilized for so many different purposes to such an extent indeed is this carried that machines and not men may be said to manage human affairs and conduct the business of life this circumstance greatly pleases the said academy not so much because of the manifest convenience of the arrangement as for two reasons which it thinks very important although ordinarily they are not so regarded the one is the possibility that in process of time the influence and usefulness of machines may extend to spiritual as well as material things and as by virtue of these machines and inventions we are already protected from lightning storms and other such evils and terrors similarly there may be discovered some cure for envy calumny perfidy and trickery some safety court or other invention to deliver us from egotism from the prevalence of mediocrity from prosperous fools bad and debased persons from the universal spirit of indifference from the wretchedness peculiar to the wise the cultivated the noble-minded and from other discomforts which for many centuries have been more invincible than either lightning or tempests the other and chief reason concerns the unhappy condition of the human race most philosophers despair of its improvement or the cure of its defects which probably equal or exceed in number its virtues they believe it would be easier to entirely recreate the race in another way or to substitute a different genus altogether than to amend it the academy of sillographs is therefore of opinion that it is very expedient for men to withdraw from the business of life as much as possible and gradually to resign in favour of machines and being resolved to support with all its might the progress of this new order of things it now begs to offer three prices for the inventors of the three following machines 
the aim of the first machine must be to represent a friend warranted not to imbue or ridicule his absent friend nor forsake his friend when he hears him made the subject of jest nor to seek the reputation of acuteness sarcasm and the power of exciting men's laughter at his friend's expense nor to divulge or boast of secrets confided to him nor to take advantage of his friend's intimacy and confidence in order to supplant and surpass him nor to envy his friend's good fortune but it must be solicitous for his friend's welfare join issue with him against his misfortunes and assist him in deeds as well as words reference to the treatises of cicero and the marquise of lambert on friendship may be advantageously made for further suggestions as to the manufacture of this automaton the academy thinks the invention of this machine ought not to be regarded as either impossible or even difficult seeing that besides the automata of regio montano vaucanson and others and the one in london which drew figures and portraits and wrote from dictation there are machines that can even play chess unassisted now in the opinion of many savants human life is a game and some assert it to be a thing even more frivolous they say that the game of chess is a more rationally conceived thing and its hazards are less uncertain than those of life besides pindar has called life a thing of no more substance than the dream of a shadow in which case it ought not to be beyond the capacity of a vigilant automaton as to speech there is no reason why men should not be able to communicate this to machines of their manufacture for amongst examples of manufactures so endowed we may number the statue of memnon and the head formed by albertus magnus this latter was so loquacious that st thomas aquinas irritated at its incessant tittle-tattle broke it in pieces and if the parrot of nevers though certainly this was an animal however small a one could converse how much more credible that a machine conceived by the mind of man and constructed by his hands should be able to acquire such attainments the machine ought not to be so talkative as the parrot of nevers and other similar ones which we see and hear everywhere nor as the head made by albertus magnus for it must not weary its friend thereby inciting him to its destruction the inventor of this machine shall receive a reward of a gold medal weighing four hundred sequins which on the one side shall have a representation of the figures of pilades and orestes and on the other side the name of the person rewarded together with the inscription first verifier of the ancient fables the second machine must be an artificial man worked by steam adapted and constructed for virtuous and magnanimous actions 
the academy is of opinion that since no other method appears to exist steam ought to be capable of directing an animated automaton in the path of virtue and glory candidates for this competition are referred to books of poems and romances for suggestions as to the qualities and powers with which to endow the figure the reward to be a gold medal weighing four hundred and fifty sequins stamped on the one side with some fanciful design significative of the age of gold and on its reverse the name of the inventor of the machine together with the inscription from the fourth eclogue of virgil quo ferrea primum desinet actoto surget gens aurea mundo the third machine should be empowered to act as a woman realizing the conception formed partly by count baldassar castiglione who describes his idea in the book of the cortegiano and partly by others easily discoverable in various writings which must be consulted and combined with those of the count nor ought the invention of this machine to appear impossible to men of our times when it be remembered that pygmalion long ago in an age far from scientific was able to fabricate a spouse with his own hands who was considered to be the best woman that had ever existed to the originator of this machine a gold medal weighing five hundred sequins is assigned on the one side of which shall be represented the arabian phoenix of mustacio perched on a tree of some european species and on the other side shall be written the name of the recipient with the inscription inventor of faithful women and conjugal happiness the academy decrees that the cost of these prizes must be defrayed with what was discovered in the satchel of diogenes the late secretary of this academy or by means of one of the three golden asses that belonged to the three syllographic academicians apuleius firenzuola and machiavelli all which property passed on to the syllographists by will of the deceased as may be read in the chronicles of the academy End of chapter six